and welcome to Saintscast. It's a podcast about two new uh, fresh fans in England uh, excited to be supporting the Saints. I'm Andrew and I'm here with my co-host Guy. How's Hello. your day been, Guy? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Um, a bit sore, but we'll get on to that later. Ooh. I know, I know. The um, question of Guy's soreness. I know. What is Stay that? tuned. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll, we'll crack right into it. Yeah. Uh, did so, you watch the uh, last Saints games? No, I didn't. So, who did we? We had the Dragons. Dragons. Yeah. Um, Challenge Cup. Got the win. Uh, we we're always going to get the win. Um, they were hit, like usually we, Ooh. usually we have some sort of watching absolute horrific ordeal, but we didn't even try. And actually figuring out a way to watch. Yeah, the we didn't even yeah, bother yeah. this week. Um, Dragons are pretty awful. Um, they struggle against the Southern Kings, so. Um, that's saying something. We snuck through thirty-five twenty-one, I think. Um, but we got the win, so we didn't watch it. I think I saw the result um, through notifications. Yeah, Tribe Sport. Um, if you if you guys ever want sporting updates, sign up to Tribe Sport. They will keep you notified twenty-four hours a day. And that's an app. It's an app. Yeah, yeah. It's an app. Yeah, and um, yeah, um, two a.m. They don't care. Um, they'll send you uh, fifty. They'll send you fifty notifications. It's my number one fucking pet hate. If we're in like a um, hostel or something, on tour, you just guys phone will just be vibrating with just like ah oh, Oklahoma um, Thunder scored a three. Well, like here's, a, how, here's some here's some wake up noise. Like I want I want to know when Stuart Broad mm-hmm. bowls a doppel. <laughs> like it's it's a really yeah, important disgusting. to me. It's yeah. disgusting. Um, so what we've done is we've um, had a look at the stats. Um, and we have, uh, <laughs> and we've watched the highlights and we're going to try and assign, you know, cause people are after our Northampton flag, which is the prize at the end of the season for who has, um, the most points. The most yeah. points. So we assign three, two or one points to everyone each week. So, uh, or to the Saints players each week. So, uh, three points, uh, for me goes to ribbons. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, having, uh, having kind of looked at the stats and pulled through them. Um, and you know he did get that try. But was uh, it was it the first one, Andrew? Uh, was it the first try? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He opened yeah. the scoring, uh, which is which is key. You know, like yeah. getting, getting the lads on the front foot. We oh, were no. two two or three tries up before they hit back, which is obviously massive. Yeah. But um, yeah, just his work rate in and around the ball. Um, uh, you know his ability to carry tackle uh, lineouts. I assume for he's a lock. I assume he took a lot. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. No. So good for him. Uh, yeah. um, two so points. Two points. Um, I'm going to go to Ben Franks. Partly, he 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 dotted over as well. Yeah. Um, his was a bit more extravagant. Real high focused. Um, yeah. Points. He he um he picked <laughs> so and goed from his own try line. Um, so he stepped he stepped about four players, including the fullback. Yeah. Chipped him. the fullback. Yeah, yeah. Chipped yeah. then pirouetted afterwards. Yeah. Um, and then dotted down, uh, wide of the posts as a celebration instead of going underneath the posts. Yeah, um, I know it is a pet hate of ours, but I mean, if a prop does that from ninety nine meters, you got to give him credit when credit's due. Yeah, right. I so, I mean, he doesn't score very, very often, but yeah. um, he did. Uh, he was a off work the back horse. of the scrum as well, which is impressive. Yeah, I know, especially yeah. being a prop for the back of the scrum is great. Yeah, um, but yeah, so he he did he 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 did a lot of work around the field, um, partly because he sees his bald head. Yeah, quite often so it's shiny. quite standard, standard like it stands out quite a lot but look he's a workhorse and and then uh, one point mm-hmm. uh, Corbus Reinach yeah uh, yeah we wanted to give him one point because uh, he scored a bit of a runaway try how did he uh, how did he get the ball for that try 
Because there's no one, no one in behind. I don't know. I turned, I, I turned my head. I don't know. I turned my head, then I yeah. saw him running down. So there's probably a turnover then. Maybe. Um, yeah. Know. So so turnover. Maybe a break. Sp- yeah. Well, nah, because there was because the fifteen had to come across. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. True. And yeah, I guess why would the yeah, anyway. So the fifteen chased him down. You know, Corbus. You know, he's a he's a nine. He's not necessarily the fastest guy. He's still got a good turn of pace, but um, you'd expect him to get to- caught by an outside bat. Um, and the 15 chased him down and Corbus was about 5 or 10 or 15 10, yeah. metres out yeah. and he's pushing 20, 22 yeah probably at the 22 yeah. and he's just dived and on the um, on the 3G, 4G artificial turf that they were playing on he just slid yeah. the whole well, way to the trail I think I think part and parcel of it is also like they had the um, the fake digital um, sponsorship and that helps that improves oh. your slide so they, they do that, yeah. Where they project it onto they the project field. They project it onto afterwards. the field. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, sliding that helps a lot. Carpet burn. Exactly. Anyway, who um, was the player that got really bad carpet burn scoring and trying one of those artificial pitches? Oh, it was Vis Glasgow. It yeah. was um, some guy. Poor bastard just div- dove and... He kind of got tackled as he dove. He dove like, his face planted. He's just slid yeah. along on his face for about a metre and he's got up and... Those burns are always, they like look kind of okay when you do them. If they look really bad when you do them, they're like, your next week is they're just really bad, yeah. shit house. But even if they don't look that bad, they just weep and yeah. they... You, you've played rugby on a... A 4G. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not a fan. No. No, like, it, they say you never get burn or like, it's fine. Oh, they, it's, yeah. It's not bad. Like, you can get tackled on it and it's alright-ish. Yeah. Um, as soon as you do something that's remotely close to sliding, uh, you're in big trouble. And... Yeah that happens a lot in a game so yeah like yeah yeah I've played football on them and I just I just find that I hate them because um, you know they're for people that have like a good touch and like know how to like turn <laughs> and um, and that sort of thing and if you're the kind of player that just like heads the ball or just hacks it downfield and that sort of thing it promotes fast football which just really like doesn't, that, that, doesn't suit the way that yeah. I play no that's fair um, and I guess in rugby it's the same thing, but the, it really hurts my joints when I play on them. You know, you're like yeah. running. Well, and that's that's my that's my other thing is that like there's pretty much a direct like correlation between playing on four G pitches and the amount of ACLs that get busted. ACLs. So knees, knees, yeah. they're really bad on knees because it's a lot of pressure that goes through. Um, and it's just hard grounds. Like hard grounds are always good. Hard grounds, even if they're grass pitches, like no matter what, they're always going to do more damage. It makes a lot more sense, yeah. right? Um. But for for joint injuries, soft ground for breaks, interestingly enough. For breaks, yeah, like leg breaks, um, well, it, all sorts of breaks, like breaks different ankles yeah. and stuff like. Yeah. A bit more so tough. it's yeah. yeah. So, but hard ground injuries, um, yeah, ACLs go a lot on those four G pitches. So I think they need to do a bit more work before they actually introduce it. I think they're a good idea. Yeah. But it needs to be simulated a lot more. I think, um, look at somewhere the Dunedin pitch is a in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, they under the, under roof, which fair given, but they have a sixty forty. Yeah, a lot which, of them are mixed. I think Twickers is mixed as well. Yeah, yeah. But this one is it's really really good. Like it holds up really well. Like yeah. it's fast rugby. It is under like it is like enclosed, which makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, whether you can replicate that, I don't know. Yeah, and they've got kind of the like lights that they kind of just roll over them that kind of promote the yeah. grass and stuff. Um, but the you, words photosynthesis. Yeah. I believe. A hundred percent. That's yeah. a really good guy. Thank you. Um, yeah. But uh, you can understand why they do it in somewhere like Glasgow, right? Where like they just get 
not much sunlight. Yeah. And, um, like well, the Fran- photos says the system's not going to work very well in Glasgow. <laughs> the groundskeeper's been yeah. being at Glasgow or Edinburgh's been complaining about um, photosynthesis for the last decade and they're like, uh, well, you know, don't need to come in on Monday, mate. We've got <laughs> artificial going in, so um, <laughs> we're good to go. But hey, we digress, but look, Kobus Van Ronach, he's just seen, he's seen the, uh, one of the benefits of those pictures. Yeah, and exactly. very slightly, so. And he's done it. So, um, mate, we've, we've spent about half a podcast yeah. talking about, <laughs> talking about um, Anyway, going off of that game because yep. um, we, we were really invested in it. Um, glass, Glass half full for me was the boys have got to win. Yeah. Like, needed mate, a bit, we needed mate. it, mate. A couple of weeks we've been unlucky Started out from the Twickers game against Leicester, unlucky to lose that one, and then um, we yeah got our win like got our way got our way back yeah. into the season, and I think it's going it's, yeah we're back on track yeah and um uh, yeah and we uh, we would also we, I mean we're not going to really talk about it in this uh, podcast but you know today they've got to win against Bristol Bristol again yeah second time beating them this year. It was like a it was a cup game, so they ran out with a lot of youngsters both yeah. sides, right? We put fifty points. Yeah, they yeah. they did, but still, They're like you know. dirt trackers and youngsters, and we put fifty points in them. Yeah, we take that as a win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sport alert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> supposed to do that before, aren't you? But uh, um, but glass half empty is something that uh, we discussed beforehand, but I've forgotten. Do you remember what it was? Backs. Uh yeah, uh, a lot of Ford's tries, and again we don't yeah. know what the um, we don't know what the weather is, but there's so much talent in the Northampton backline. It's ridiculous. And we, we saw Dan Bigger make a break, Corbus scored that try, but like yeah. we saw Pierce Francis, uh, Andrew Calloway, we this, we to kill an arrow, to kill an arrow, and uh, like no show again. Well, we assume so. Yeah, but uh, again, this is off the highlights package. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, Asi Twala, yeah. uh, Harry Mell- Mellingham. The, I, yeah. I, I just think there's just so much potential for, like, in the way that they're playing. Like, like we mentioned before, is that they play a lot of nine, they play a lot of ten, they play a lot of twelve. They mix yeah. the attack a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. Which means that there's a lot of opportunities to like set up some fantastic tries and. It's just not clicking at the moment. Yeah. Um, and we've seen Dan Vegas screaming for the ball and not getting oh, it because yeah. it's just been yeah. rolled up. It's frustrating. It's frustrating him a lot. But, like, hopefully that changes. Um, uh, Chris Boyd would be getting their, their ear quite a lot, I imagine. So, hopefully that goes. But that's, yeah, yeah I agree. Grass having a good call, Andrew. Um, and it, uh, yeah, cheers. Uh, but it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, like, Chris Boyd's come from New Zealand and, you know, you always wonder how much of it comes from the players and how much of it comes from the coaches in terms of the structure they set and mm. the way that they want to play the ball. And it's got to help Stupid. having players like, um, uh, you know, players that want to throw the ball around. Um, yeah. And we don't... Do we have ball-playing forwards? That's my question for you. <laughs> to be fair, not that many. Haskell's not. Brousseau's not. No. Taymana could be. I still... I don't know. No, he's not. He's like an artist type here. Yeah, no, he's a ball-playing board. He's one. Um, Laws and Rivens aren't. They carriers, they big boys. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. and then our four. But yeah. for locks, it's fine, right? Yeah, no, we we You're have not one. We have ta- Tayman is our only one, and yeah. he's he's even like a subdued. Ludlum, Ludlum, Yeah. Um. No, we don't. We don't. Well, no, I don't, we feature. don't really know. He's a method sort of. Yeah, but of he but he does carry. Um, carries no, but yeah. like. Yeah. Everyone carries. It's being able to like give the ball or like see some vision to be able yeah. to like pass it back. 
Yeah, everybody um, with a painter. Yeah, but I'm um, speaking speaking of vision, Andrew, as well. Yeah, the Wobs boys have had a couple of weeks. Yeah, and if win. you if you haven't listened yeah. to us uh, recently, look, we've joined a social rugby team and. It's social but serious, and we're having a blast. We got our ties today. We were we awarded ceremoniously yeah. after handing yeah. over twenty five quid for them. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, twenty five quid way. Um, but yeah, so we had one game last week. Didn't yeah. go too well. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. We Just went down game. to uh, Morden. We played in Morden, but yeah. they're called Merton. Oh yeah. I don't know. Weird. Real weird. Yeah. Um, went down twenty three eight nineteen. Yeah. And then had a win today, mate. Put yeah, fifty. A, put put a fifty on. Big win to the win today. Big win for the Wobs. Fifty three fourteen. Yeah, were the scores. My um my takeaways from that. Uh, well, at halftime. Yeah. Losing fourteen ten. Correct. Yeah. Um, we only score in, in multiples of five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, my takeaways from it were I was really really proud of the Fords. Um, I play lock. For, for the Wobs guy plays um guy plays twelve and um we were up against a much bigger pack uh and we knew that all we needed to do in the scrums was not go backwards we weren't trying to walk over the ball and win penalties and that sort of thing but we just wanted to not go backwards and we couldn't achieve that for the first um fifteen twenty minutes but what we were doing is kind of kind of talking to each other saying I need pressure here I need pressure there um getting really low and tight and eventually it just all clicked and we were actually like we were pushing them off and walking over balls and even winning a tight head do you do you think um that and like our scrum turned around right from yes first 20 minutes we're going backwards to we're actually like dominating them do you reckon like you have a calling and being a consultant for the saints because our scrum's struggling at the moment (laughs) like the saints the saints scrum is struggling we've mentioned it before um the commentators mention it like I could, would, do, you, do you think uh, you could get in there and, well, and I was solve just some one, issues? I was just one of, of a leadership team of eight yeah. in the in the Ford pack. But um, <laughs> but I would love to walk up to the Saints and just say, "Hey boys, have you tried getting low and tight?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Thanks, mate. Ben, well. Benny, yeah. mate. Benny boy. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I just like training, eh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Um, yeah. So that's good. Um, from a back's perspective, yeah. What we wanted to do was score tries. Ooh, and we scored tries. So sure, mate. done. Happy days. Yeah, guy threw a few big old cutout balls. He th- he chucked in a few kicks. Any successful kicks? Did uh, um, I did a crossfield number? Yeah. Mm. I did a chip that didn't come out very well. Did Cheese score off one of your tries? Chris Cheeseman. Cheese? No, he he scored off one of the long balls. That's it. I was oh, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's got off a kick. A kick. It was a clearance kick. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. bouncing. He kicked himself. It was a great try. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. It was. It was great. It was good. Yeah. Um, shout out to Cheese and the rest of the Wolves. Hundred percent. Um. Yeah. We do. We do have one of the most wiry fullbacks I think I've ever seen on the rugby field. Yeah. Wiry. Wiry. He's so wiry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just he bounces off people. He's got a shoulder that dislocates. I think every single time he. He lifts a finger. And he uses it to his advantage when he does. Uploads, yeah. 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 Um get able to get around people. Yeah. It's great. Um yeah, so Guy Evans, mate. Good game. Man of the match today. He was man of the match yeah. today. Yeah. And um quality Oh yeah, he's snaky. Quali- he's yeah. snaking yeah. the way he runs. He sees a gap. It's almost like um 
You, I, I think it was a Squidge Rugby video. Squidge Rugby is a really good um, rugby channel on YouTube if you want to check that out. It's like a very fast-talking Welshman who makes um, broad generalizations about games, but yeah. there's also <laughs> analysis quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, great talking points. Um, but he... Uh, Stuart Hogg, is he the fullback for Scotland? Yeah. Yeah, just the way that he um, sees... As he's running up to the line... He sees kind of a fractured defence line because, you know, yeah. um, as, as it is. But he'll use, um, he'll use his own forwards, not necessarily as, um, as blockers in an um, obstruction kind of way, but just enough to obstruct the other team to give him that extra second to get through the gap. Guyvins doesn't do that, but he does see a gap and he hits it. He just so, runs hard. Yeah. Um, quality footballish a person. Yeah. So um, well, we can't. You can't have everything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and we, we we were fortunate actually enough to get up this morning and watch ABS Australia. Oh yeah. Um, thoughts, mate. We got the win. It's a bit hazy. Jeez. I didn't have the best sleep. Um, and either. Halloween well, parties. Halloween parties the night before don't work. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, but like you can't turn up to play a rugby game without five beers in you. That's yeah, the other issue. So. Minimum, yeah. Yeah. Um, creativity, isn't it? But mm. um, the. Uh yeah, the that game was uh was an interesting watch. Um a lot of tries for the ABs. Yeah, I think I think it was quite a nothing game, to be honest with you. So Well that's I'm like, just wondering if that's the haze, but that's what it kind of felt like to me. Yeah. yeah. Like it was just everyone going through the motions. Like um the Wallabies were never going to get within ten and the All Blacks at that point were never going to go above twenty, twenty five. Like they Why? were Hey, why they went through the motions? They just didn't look like it. They yeah, like it's I don't know. It, it was it was just a weird thing to watch. And it was in Japan. Yeah, so that, Japan. that kind of adds um, another we, little weirdness. Imagine like getting like your pre pre match meal out of a vending machine and getting your robot yeah. to like clean your clothes and that sort of thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And like you turn down to the hotel buffet and it's a seaweed. Yeah, like it's, it's just like, yeah, so it's underwater. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting things, but um. I just, I just think they they lost two games. Like the rugby champions over. Like it's the third game. It means nothing. It's just literally just they money lost making. Australia, huh? Who lost? Oh, New Zealand. Uh, Australia's lost, lost yeah, two, yeah. like two, two New Zealand. Like New Zealand's won two. They bit aside by a long way. Yeah, and it literally just means nothing. So yeah, um, it's it was an alright game. They, the, both teams had different pad, like sides in the paddock. Than they usually do, which probably yeah. also well, like, do you think so? Yeah, there's there's a few guys that just played out of position, than they usually did. I thought the Falau experiment oh, thirteen Australia. went really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, he got more pill. He got more pill. Yeah. Like he's he, he's wasted on the wing, but um, thirteen or fullback. Yeah, he he him returning yeah. kicks is scary. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Damien McKenzie at fullback, which I really wanted to see, and I would love it didn't work out well yeah that was something that was really interesting to me because I love Damien McKenzie um, and he uh, his usual kind of um, he's always run it sideways which is obviously like the kind of thing that people tell you not to do but obviously Damien McKenzie can do it because he has license to do that because he, he creates gaps and yeah. he hits gaps and he um, is a magician with ball in hand yes didn't work today no well yeah. the thing is like he's there's a difference between doing it in the twelfth minute to doing it in the six in the sixty eighth minute, right? Yeah, yeah. So he, he's usually he's coming on fresh. Yeah. yeah. So later. yeah. Um, 
and it's it's because I, I have made I, I think All Blacks 15 jersey is his place and it's going to happen after the World Cup but I just think for the World Cup he's going to have to be that bench player yeah Um, and get Waisaki in there to do that stuff yeah yeah so that's my thoughts anyway um but we'll see I think also speaking of that Aussie New Zealand thing I Aussie rugby is going through a horrific time at the moment they have they have a lot of issues grassroots side which has probably been well publicised um but their big issue I think as well like from international stage is that they literally have to play the All Blacks three times a year and they open their season they open their season against them so like their first two games in the rugby championship is always against New Zealand so South Africa and Argentina play each other Yep. Twice, yep. New Zealand, Australia play each other twice, so they they set up from the back foot literally immediately. Yeah, like I don't understand why they don't change that format. It's another Sansar bullshit thing, but um, and it, it I think it's literally it's for the detriment of Australian rugby. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean I can I can see that. I mean, uh, before Argentina, were not it? Yeah. It was a little bit more random, wasn't it? Mm. Um, in in the way that matches were scheduled, yeah. and you know, play people are traveling a long, long way to play these matches, so yeah. there's got to be the, that consideration there. But it'd be nice if they mixed it up. Yeah, well, there's no difference between just shifting it around. Where yeah, you start the season with Australia and New Zealand touring South Africa and Argentina, sure, and you literally almost have three test matches in a row of yeah. Australia versus New Zealand. Like it's a series at that point. Like that's great. So you got it's part of the rugby championship, part of the Breslau, and part of that series that would actually probably be a lot more interesting because it's more tangible. Yeah. Whereas this one now is like literally it was just a one-off game that just earned players... $10,000 per player. Big generalisation. But like that's basically <laughs> what they're playing for, right? So they're, they're paying the, they're, they're playing. Yeah, they, they get match fees. Yeah, I know. So they, they get, get a wage fees, and match fees. So yeah. they literally just... They play their game to get a match fee. That's kind of what it seemed like. So yeah, I mean, I can't like yeah. that's again rough thing, but uh, yeah, it just there just wasn't that much at stake. Yeah, it, that's what it seemed like. There yeah. wasn't that much at stake. Um, yeah. But uh, do some stake. <laughs> well, well, Guinea, I think oh. I think that he their backline's not great, and their uh, he's fucking great on attack. I think, but b- people th- just jizz over Will Guinea, yeah. and he is. The worst defensive halfback yeah. I've ever seen. It goes Fafter Clerk and then Aaron Smith. Yeah. And then TJ is fucking George's unbelievably halfback. good, yeah. <laughs> um Nick Phipps is a better defensive halfback. Nick Phipps is a horrific player. And Nick Phipps is even a better defensive halfback. I I'm a big fan of Nick Phipps. Just because he loses games for them though. Oh no, it's because he, those boots to Yeah, close. my favourite thing ever <laughs> is just watching if you haven't seen this then just YouTube it, but um Manonu, I think it was Manonu, yeah. gets tackled and his boot comes off in the tackle. Nick Phipps is kind of backing up to get on side, sees the boot on the ground, picks it up and just throws it as hard as he can into the crowd. Probably hits some someone in the face. Yeah. But just like that's just the kind of like Aussie, yeah. um, uh, like rattlesnake attitude. Yeah. That's just um, yeah. hilarious. It's, it's, it's a pity that he just couldn't back it up with actually rugby talent. But um, so yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll talent when you're playing we'll, people in bare feet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fair call. Um, Wolgenia is just like 
that guy just hates making tackles. He'll be yeah. the last man defending and just refuses to tackle anyone. Yeah. He'll, um, he'll run <clears throat> alongside them. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's shocking. Yeah. Um, we mentioned last week as well that we got Rugby 08 on PlayStation 2. Yeah, uh, uh, before we go on to that, uh, oh, yeah. we'll is back with Quake Cooper at the Rebels. Oh, yeah, so true. I assume, I assume uh, Will's staying on with the Rebels. Um, yeah, no, he is. Going down yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. The Reds... Reads combination some good shade thrown by um, Quaid at Brad Thorne yes hey? who refused to pick him um, yeah so yeah. for those for those who don't know so Quaid Cooper won the title um, with the Reds in 2011 um, was literally one of the most unbelievable players then the game's changed a lot fair dinkum he won they won it against the Crusaders, the Crusaders. in Queensland in, yeah and, um, and Brad won, Thorne was playing he was playing yeah then they won the rugby championship in yep. 2011 yep um again pre-world cup he's not on the world cup yeah but um there's been a lot of beef happening um Brad Thorne ended up coaching the Reds yeah um and they bought Quade Co- the Reds bought Quade Cooper back on $700,000 a year yeah um, Australian rugby signed up that though yeah the Reds. Y- yeah, yeah yeah um to play for the Reds though yeah right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so this year is Brad Thorne got named as coach and just refused to pick him when they saw it in, in the side. Yeah. <clears throat> like, so it was really interesting because he's like one of Queensland's favourite sons. It's fair. Really yeah. exciting player. Got a lot of flair. Um, is a lot about me. Um, that's his attitude, but it's fair because he's very fucking good. But, um, yeah. And so Brad just didn't pick him. They paid him seven hundred thousand years to play for club rugby, and now he yeah. signed. He signed off, and then like one of the best things said at Instagram posts, saying he's signed for the Rebels, and it's just him fending off Brad Thorne. Yeah, yeah. What actually <laughs> springs to mind when I think of yeah. Brad Thorne playing against Quade Cooper is when Quade Cooper. Where it was in that period where they were literally everyone was just trying to get cheap shots on McCaw, yeah, just to fire him up and try and take him out of the game, yeah. which doesn't work, but because um, he's just, you know he's a god and he just doesn't respond to that kind of he, lowly behaviour. Um, he's but, the reincarnation of Zeus uh, yeah. uh, uh, Quade Cooper's like basically throws a forearm I can't remember Dylan Hartley did a similar thing and I can't remember exactly D- what Dylan he did. Hartley has done 500 million yeah I know but to McCaw he threw an elbow on, him on a ground yeah, yeah it was oh hard. yeah um, but Quade Cooper did something as well he might have elbowed him or um, or he he made contact with the head in a ruck in some way anyway and Brad Thorne has just like just destroys him just like packs him up and dumps him on his head yeah. and I don't think anyone got yellows or anything no. so that kind of tells you how the game's changed no, but yeah um, moving on Rugby 08 what a game oh great game um, played our first try nations yeah um, would like I came out, I came out victorious just you saying did. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, beers beers were not on me um, but yeah great great beers, game the, yeah. the, one, of, one of the best things about this game is that you literally just get to see players from 10 years ago and oh. nostalgia is just it's so good unbelievable yeah um, guys just have blocks for heads and it's just great my favourite thing is like they make everybody uh, every single brown haired New Zealand player looks like they, Michael Jones they look they make him look like Michael Jones yeah. Stephen <laughs> Donald looks like Michael Jones Dan Carter looks like Michael Jones um, 10 European men Gavin Mike Henson Crockett looks like, like Gavin Henson somehow looks like Michael Jones yeah well. <laughs> it's it's hilarious I don't know and then but then certain players like certain random players like 
Um, Rishikahu looks exactly like Rishikahu. And Nonu as well, somehow. Yeah. Nonu is for not... It's Dreadlocks, uh, yeah. mate. Dreadlocks yeah, that, that helps a lot. Yeah. Like, they did put a lot of effort into him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's, it's a hell of a game. And it, have you played, like, rug, I think it's like Rugby Championship or like something like that. The rugby Challenge. Rugby Challenge, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you played it? Yeah. Is it good? No. Yeah. That, that's, awful. That they, throw, they throw offloads and passes over their heads and stuff. It's just like uh. gameplay is a shit. Like, I, the, what they need, I don't even, like, a graphics update would be great. For a I don't right? even, yeah, I don't even yeah. care about that. Like, if you just updated squads would be, oh. like, if you just put a patch to update squads. And made it available oh, on PlayStation 3, um, interneted in some kind of over the internet. Yeah, uh, kind of play with other well, people uh, and stuff like that. Do you, do you, do you want to like talk to playing some random dude somewhere else and abuse the shit out of some thirteen year old kid? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, sounds like the best time ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I wish they brought out an updated game and like maybe just put a third of their resources that they put into FIFA into just creating a rugby yeah. game. It'd yeah. be so oh, good. So good for the World Cup as well like yeah. Japanese people like yeah. video games the, the one the one gripe I don't have is that like you play um, the World League yeah you can't play with Northampton yeah so Northampton on the division above and you can't start with them which is frustrating because I really want to yeah really really want to play with them yeah but um, that's alright uh, yeah um, speaking of I, I, what I would like to hear is like segues yeah, is um, is some just some great rugby eight this chat from for, a bit of feedback on yeah. some rugby oh, eight. Have like, you played it? Times. What do you like about it? What don't you like yeah. about it? Who, who's your Who's your favorite team? Why? Yeah. Um. Also, what? feedback line on our pod. Like, we know it's a solid between six and a half and eight out of half out of ten. Yeah. But like, we'd love some feedback. Yeah. Um. Saintscastpodcast. Dot com. Yeah. Uh, at gmail us, oh at gmail.com saintscastpodcast at gmail.com also follow us on instagram at saintscast um, we nailed that well, yeah. I'm really glad we got the saintscast down because that obviously yeah. is going to be worth oh, millions, millions yeah. well I think that's, that's the profitable part of the podcast right yeah I want you to sell that um, which is great so next week we talked about so um, next week is theoretically today when we played Bristol um, and we got a good one yeah yeah great one um, next up next up is Wasps I think yeah we've got and, a, and the Rugby Cup Challenge or Rugby Premiership Rugby Cup which we're still very confused about I don't we know what that is FA Cup no one seems to care about FA it Cup the, no I think it's the League Cup of like, uh, yeah. the, so, the Caribou Cup. the Caribou Cup what is it called yeah. now yeah um, I've Caribou's seen... a type of antelope yeah 100% isn't yeah. it a reindeer same thing probably yeah, yeah. Um, so, so but yeah I've got the schedule here We've got the Wasps up against Northampton Saints, uh, Premiership Rugby Cup. Gloucester Rugby's Northampton Saints. That's been shown on BT Sport. Ooh. That BT Sport icon is a, is next to none of the other games <laughs> in the Northampton Saints <laughs> season. So what you're looking at is a professional rugby team that doesn't have televised games. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Except one. One, one, the, of, one, of, one of the good things about this is that we get to brandish us next week actually not the week no we're not going to watch a game next week so it's fine oh we'll try but you know yeah. oh well, we're not, we the know, cup. We can't. no you're right yeah, we can't because apparently yeah yeah we won't go into that again yeah um but yeah so 
Do we have any shout outs this week, Andrew? Yeah, uh, just through the um, through our um, Instagram direct messages. Um, yeah, Richard Dreyfus has sent us a little note. Uh, Massimo Triosi from Italy, I assume. Um, uh, Woody Fiends is fiending for some more podcasts, apparently. Um, Warren Beatty, Nick Nolte, both sending in their love from Los Angeles. Um, that's all we've got. Oh, Max, Max von Sido. Yeah. yeah. He's actually sent us a few messages. Um, this is the first one that's been yeah. in English. So. Yeah. yeah. A fair call. Um, and a shout out to John Burton. Yeah. Out there too. Um, big Rugby Eight fan. Big Rugby Eight fan. Um, but yeah. So that's, um, that's us for this week. Um, I hope you've been as riveted as we have been talking about yeah. stuff. Have you been as riveted yeah. as a Boeing seven four seven? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They make a fun fact. They actually they freeze the rivets to make a to make a Boeing airplane, <laughs> so that uh, they're cold enough to fit in a gap, and then when they warm up, they expand. They expand, and, then... and they color code the rivets. So if you're caught with the wrong color rivets on the production line, you get fired. Because do you, do you know what do you know what the whole plan? Do, you know, do you know what each color is though? Do they, do they, I want to know, do they have like a baby blue turquoise colour up or something? Nah, we'll figure that out. We'll let you guys know next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Lots of love from um, Saintsville. And uh, yeah, you guys have a good week. Talk to you next week. Keep on keeping on. That's your, uh, it's like your um, sign off. It's your sign off. How do you feel yeah. about it? You stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> we'll revisit that. <laughs> And us change go over there. Oh, over there. Oh, over there. Oh, over there.